You are listening to Arts on the Air, a bi-weekly-ish interview show dedicated to Savannah, Georgia's artists, musicians, and authors. Each episode will feature a guest in conversation about their philosophy, practice, and current projects, as well as their thoughts on the state of the arts in our community of Savannah. Our theme music is a clip of Summer Nights by the Eric Jones Trio. It's provided by our friend Mark Chesnow, who plays with the Eric Jones Trio every Thursday and Sunday at Good Times Jazz Bar downtown. Hey everyone, welcome to Arts on the Air. This is Tamara Garvey and I have David Lachlan with me. Hey. Today we are talking to local painter Logan Artisan. Welcome. Hi. Hey. How are you doing? Great. Great. So happy to have you. Very happy to have you here. <laughs> so happy. Hi, Mr. Lachlan. Good day, Logan. Ms. Ms. Artisan, Ms. Artisan. <laughs> we'll call you officially. I'm going to read a little bit of your, uh, your description of your work from your website. Paintings that feel like they are moving and filled with life. Currently, I'm really working on capturing that. Specifically, sharing the beauty of Savannah and the wildlife in this area with others brings me joy because this is a stunning place to live. A lot of people paint marshes, and I know why. Driving by marshland at sunset is like a dream. What I liked about that is there's a lot of like poo-pooing of people painting local landscapes. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's not a valid thing to do. So I like that you specifically call out like you're doing local landscapes like because it's very beautiful and it's an interesting thing to paint and we're artists and like why wouldn't we want to do that? Oh, 100%. Really? I mean, you people are inspired by what's around them. Like I drive by something and I'm like, oh, that's pretty and I take a picture and then I paint it. Now, does it, I could also be real and say that like people like to buy paintings of Savannah and I'm real and I will say that. If yeah. a young artist moves to Savannah, Will they make more money if they paint Savannah? Yeah. Should they do it? Yeah. Should they do it in their own style? Definitely. And develop yeah. that. Definitely. But I would tell any young artist who moved here to paint Savannah. Yeah. 100%. You'd be missing out on money if you didn't. And it, Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like, it's why people move here anyways. They come to visit and then they love the buildings and the trees and the landscape. So mm -hmm. like, and artists are just like any other person who moves here and loves the look of it. So why wouldn't you paint that? Yeah. 100%. Yeah. yeah I don't, I, I don't agree with, um trying to make art that's so unapproachable that's like oh only artsy people will get it well okay good for you you live alone in your tower <laughs> yeah i just i like that your your bio on there specifically called out like yeah i paint marshland because this is a stunning place to live i just thought it was a nice way to put it oh i love it i yeah. love it it's absolutely gorgeous <laughs> and i like artsy art just to be artsy too that stuff's really yeah. really cool sometimes i make it you know like it just depends on what you want to do i'm always playing with like space and i think we all are about like how how abstracted do we want it to be push yeah. and pull you know i think a lot of us do that you know like how loose do we want our brush strokes to be do we want to start messing around with a new color palette like you know yeah different just changes that we incorporate you know over the artistic time. license developments over time yeah, yeah. over time well. A hundred percent. And that you add to what you've already done too, I think is important. Unless you want to just completely strip away and start with something new. But I've not been doing that. I kind of, I kind of work with a base of realism and then I strip and take away and build and, you know, try to play with how abstracted can I make realism a little bit? That's what I've been trying to do lately. I understand that. Much That's, as possible. It's, it's because when you get to a point where it stops being something that you're looking at and that you want to project onto the painting where it becomes starts becoming the painting yeah well yeah it starts it, taking on its own little niches of colors that you want to add in and bring out moments. right yeah and yeah 
That's easy. You and I used to talk about that. There's a moment to like, especially if you're using reference to step away and it's a painting now. Yeah. Appreciate it for yeah. that. I do think about but that But there's sometimes. so many different, of course, you've got a great imagination. Thank you. All right. You do too. You think I'm setting you up for a joke, aren't you? I don't know. Because <laughs> <laughs> we know each other too well. <laughs> no, you do have a great imagination. And, and, but what you do is you take uh, what you see and there are moments that are beautiful. And then there are, what do you call them? Uh, inspirations that aren't part of what you see that are beautiful. Does that make sense? Yeah, that did, no, totally. I mean, again, I think a lot of it comes back to my love of impressionism growing up, like just feeling movement, feeling movement, like right. feeling that How energy. How to convey that movement. Your work looks very impressionistic. I, I love it. I love impressionism very much. I can't say that I'm Impressionism, because Impressionism technically is a time and place that I am not, but right. I love it. Um, yeah. So. I think you're, the, like, the soft brush strokes and just something about the colors that it, it does look kind of imagined a little bit, a little bit heightened. But I, I wanted to bring up, you know, you do landscapes and also buildings downtown, and the edges even of the houses and the buildings are very softened, which is, I feel like, unusual. Most people have, like, very crisp, clear edges when they're doing architecture, so that's very you. That is building. something very kind of you to notice, um, and something that I started doing in college, funny enough. I had a professor. He was great. He was really great. He taught me two things. Um, brush strokes should go all different ways, not just one way. Because, you know, a lot of young artists, they'll oh, yeah. have all their brush strokes be one way. And that changed the way I painted, and it was an oil class. And he also said, the lines, you know, because if you think about the human eye, the way that we view things, like, it's not like a sharp edge. Right. You know, like, it is blurred to some extent. And it's going to be sharper, closer, and more blurry further away, of course. You know, so that's stuff to take into account. Yeah. I make the whole thing blurry because, yeah, I like a little bit of dreaminess. You it know? looks gauzy. It, literally, it, looks <laughs> yeah. like, it looks like golden hour. Like, it's a little dappled Aww, and sunset-y. Oh, like, you're sweet. Thank you. Yeah. Which was your colors what? are awesome, too, by oh, the way. You, you really can that. dive into a lot of different colors in your work, I've noticed, which I love. Um, thank you. Thank Thanks for bringing it back to me. I appreciate that. Oh, no, yeah. really. Love, I'm a huge, huge fan of both of y'all's oh. work. <laughs> Do you, so you, the professor you mentioned, is this when you were at SCAD? Funny enough, no. And I, I well, I learned some great stuff there, too. Yeah. Um, um, but this was at Wingate, um, my, my undergrad, which was right outside of Charlotte, North Carolina. Okay. I studied, um, I studied um, music there, specifically um, back then I wanted to be an opera singer and I will bring up. That's so cool. Yeah, no, I'm still, oh, I still sing, and I'm going to get you to sing before well, we're done here. Oh, yeah. But go ahead, but please. I'm ahead. very, 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 very interested in because I, I love live performing. I grew up on a stage. I grew up doing theater, and then I got very oh. sick with Lyme disease when I was like 19 years old. And I remember I was interested, like interested in art and music equally, mm. but I was studying opera at the time, and as I as one does, as one does. And I was so sickly. I was known for sleeping in the hallways after class and stuff. Like, I just was so sick. And, no, like, doctors, as often happens, sadly, I think, with women in healthcare, they're like, oh, honey, are, are you just stressed? What's going... You know, they didn't yeah. listen to me for years. And now or I they have... just think it's tied to your period if you're tired. Yeah, they'll yeah. do that. They, they thought it was exams. And I'm like, no, because I was a really chill kid. And I did not care about exams. Um, and I was like, no, like, I'm having stabbing pains all over my body. I'm tired. And, like, I, you know, I'm having tingling in my hands and feet. That should have said something off that it was neurological. But yeah. So now I have, like, the Lyme disease, like, bacteria can get into your heart or different organs. But it got into my brain. 
And since that happened, I have, my brain functions pretty well, but if I get stressed, I get like stabbing pains all over and I get kind of like I'll start shaking and stuff, you know. Um, Is this all just tied to it? Like you took a walk in the woods one time, <laughs> and like it, it just all stems from that. Kind of? I have no idea, and Ugh. they thought that I maybe had it for like six years. So like I was, I remember having fits of being really tired in high school, you know, and like having like waking up in the morning and trying to go to school and telling my mom I was really dizzy. You know, just for years of, yeah. like, not feeling right. Lyme disease is terrifying. <laughs> it is. so much it's can an epidemic. Like, be damaged in your body by one tiny little thing. And I'm scared that so many people don't get tested or know about it. So, like, I'm always happy to do any outreach for it. Because, like, yeah, like, I just, it's easy to dismiss something. Yeah. You know. It's, so, were you saying, so was your, your kind of music career doing opera? Yes. Was that, like, derailed by? So, the... well, it was funny because, like, I, I actually did um I got like a scholastic golden key art award and like did get an art scholarship for school um uh, as well for fine art and for music so I was already very much interested in both so fast forward now I've just been doing art because I decided back then that my body wasn't healthy enough to be an opera singer like up at uh, the med or something okay there that's cutthroat oh yeah I, I wasn't yeah. healthy enough I knew it. Like the lung power you need and everything. Just, yeah, all to of reach it. the back of the theater, for one thing. Yeah, <laughs> you're, you've really got to project. And I can, I can project. It's just, the, the, the issue is just keeping up, keeping up. Like, it's, uh, you like got stamina. Yes. You, when you sing more and more, that's when your, like, voice will start breaking, your body will start breaking down, you're going to practice after practice late at night. Theater life is not for the week. Um, I remember when I was in high school, I would often, like, be at practices until like 11 o'clock at night sometimes especially if we're having like you know the the playthrough or like a dress rehearsals yeah like getting down to the performance i don't think a lot of people realize how much work goes into that it's right? incredible because it's it's a dedication you to, have to love to it the work you have and to love it otherwise uh, especially nowadays with short attention span theater going on uh that you really have to focus and stay with it to make it work Oh, yeah. But we all loved it. We loved it so much. Like, we were a family. And when a show would end, we would all cry and hug each other. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it was Yeah, so you get really tight. Yeah. You did, you did some theater growing I up? I did just in high school. I did theater. And you get very, so tight in a show? It yeah. doesn't matter where you did it. You have so much fun in a show. Yeah. And I have some friends who now work, work in the film industry. And so I know their whole career is just, like, getting really close to people for a while. And then you move on. Oh. And then it's a different combination you're close to. Heartbreaking. Yeah. But what I, what I would like to do like now and what I've kind of planned and I actually during COVID with Art Walk with Tiffany Taylor, um, we had this whole thing planned when COVID hit, but I was going to sing and perform a set to go with a set of artworks and I was so with excited. Tiffany? That is so cool. Huh? With Tiffany? Um, no. Um, oh, okay. It, I she did the Art Walk okay. and we had discussed okay. it and everything and gone through everything for it and it was all planned and then yeah. like COVID hit, didn't happen. So. Uh. And I, I was going to basically within, um, I was going to show a new set of work, plan my um, music around the work, um, try to do, hit up five different languages, five different paintings, um, kind of have each song be with a different painting. And then I was going to paint something there live in a pretty dress and Whoa. sing something, uh, sing all five sets while I painted something live. So, there... I mean, this sounds really cool. I'm just wondering, I yeah. know you had an opening a few months ago at the Savannah Gallery of Art. 
did, was that an option to do this then? Oh, um, I could totally talk to them about it. I've not even. It sounds cool. Yeah. yeah I would love to see amazing. that. So multimedia. Oh, I would. Oh man, and I love performing. It and. Okay, don't take it off the list. <laughs> Let's just say that. No, I'm right? still doing. I'm. I'm still very much planning on doing okay, it. Good. I've just. Um, Savannah Gallery of Art last year. Well, yeah, last year now because it's a new year. Yeah. I got busy there. Um, I gratefully, I'm so grateful for it. I was. They're at a great location. You might want to say where that is. Oh yes. Um, isn't it? Sorry, it's like it's <laughs> Brian and Lincoln. It's Lincoln it's and Lincoln, Bay, yeah. right near okay. near, near Bay. All right, yeah, my brain is... Uh, I don't know the address itself, but it's, it's across the street here. from that dive bar, Abe's. Oh, That's I, how yeah. people will know it. Abe's, Abe's okay. is such a popular local yeah, yeah. spot. Um, when did you start showing your work there? I think two years ago, and I sold pretty well the first year, but then I got a bigger space, and then I started selling. Okay. Um, and that kind of... Ch- once I could get bigger pieces in there, because I do mostly sell bigger pieces. Oh, interesting. I sell some small pieces, but... I mean, yeah, I, I'm not a big print person either. I'm, because my stuff's so textured, oh. it, it can, the metal prints, actually, those can capture it pretty well for some reason. Have you all seen those? I've seen um, I know of them, but it's, it's odd that you should say that. Because I understand why you say that. But, yeah. Uh, but with the texture on it and you do a print, you just don't really get the whole, literally, feel for... Yeah. yeah, yeah, we haven't discussed that, but like... I've been dealing with this savanna like humidity and um I had a I had a commission recently and it took four or five months to dry. Oh gosh. Because it was it had paint, oil paint, you know. Oh, I was gonna say. Not yeah. acrylic, obviously, yeah. that would break. Um oil paint sticking maybe in a whole inch off the oh, canvas so in thick. places. Oh yeah. And a lot of just layers of me going back on it and yeah. like I discussed with them and we went back and forth so changes were made too so then like you know another layer was put on top of it and, oh my god but it's it's like it, it looked awesome like melting wax everywhere by the end it was gorgeous <laughs> sounds crazy I, lo- I loved it, and it I looked, mean the process sounds crazy oh yeah and it, it have to make sure it's in a room kind of towards the center of the house not close to windows at all so that it's like can dry it oh, up keep wow. away from the dogs what was the commission is it a landscape or a portrait or you know that's funny it wasn't it was a daffodil with a reflection in um, water, and the guy was from Transylvania, Whoa. which was pretty cool. Yeah, him and his wife have been very nice. They like Please my stuff. Please tell on. me the oh name god. is Vlad. Oh my god, <laughs> no. Um, Too bad. I feel bad. I'm totally. Is the like, decor in his house? Is any? Is it's it okay. Very you don't have to disclose. Vampire at all? Yeah, yeah I don't want to. I don't want to. No, it's all right. Please say the home looks like a. Vampire but you only castle. had to deal with him at night. It was really strange. Yo, I mean, like he was pretty. Him and his wife were really, really cool. Um, they, um, it was. It was really cool to meet somebody from Transylvania and have, oh, yeah. have them like like your work. And it oh, was yeah. a crazy call from the gallery one day. They're just like, "Hey, this guy here is from Transylvania. Can you get down to the gallery? He really wants a commission from you." But like, you couldn't get any pictures with him because you know they don't show up. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Wait, did sorry. he live here, but he was from... Or they were no, he here? literally, like... I had to ship oh, it so there. to mail it. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. How much does it cost to mail a big painting you, to Transylvania? You'd be surprised. Um, it was... It wasn't... An, and it wasn't enormous, but it was oval. Oh, pretty. Yeah. That's so, very old-timey So the packaging feeling. was interesting. Uh, I had... Didn't we have them do it this time? Mm. You, um, I'm calling out to my husband. Who's sitting over. Uh, I, I found a box. 
Yeah. You found my husband box. Dave. Everyone. Is that what you said? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. He does my packaging, yeah. and he stretches canvases, and he helps me deliver things, and he also does all of my framing. He's a good guy. He's a great guy. Yeah. Having a framer around is it's incredible. That's yeah. what a resource. He's That's a woodworker, good. so yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah, so you could work in odd dimensions. You don't have to do like standard. Dimensions. That's true. Like, you know, you can do off things. He's shaking his head. Because he's just building the frame. No. Yes, Dave, a star-shaped canvas would be really neat. He's like, we'll stick to the the squares and the rectangles. I've been really into square square canvases. I love squares, too. Yeah, it's different. It's, it's, It's like hard to come up with a good composition that isn't too weird and static and symmetrical in a square. I think it's a good challenge. I, I, I just, I don't know. Lately, the squares have been calling to me. It's almost like when I see a rectangle, sometimes it, it really works. With the, it, it depends on what my inspiration photo is, honestly. You know, Cause like yeah. sometimes it really works, but sometimes I'm like, this is screaming for a square. Yeah, yeah I don't yeah. know. This might sound weird, but would, you, would, would it ever occur to you to do a series like with squares, for instance? Like the Savannah ones? Yeah. Oh, those have been my um, best-selling paintings, no question. But they're all the same size, is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, like right. squares right. of the squares. Yeah. Right. I sold I'm one last giving year. You ideas. No, if I love you it. You haven't done it yet. Then, no, I. I know you've done a few, but. No, yeah. When I think about it, those have been my best-selling ones, yeah. no question. Um, people enjoy them. That Wormslow. Um, yeah. Well, Wormslow is gorgeous. Forsyth. You know, of course, those are gonna go quickly. Sure. Do you, you you take photos and then you work from photos usually? Mm-hmm. But you know, Forsyth, I have to say, the fountain itself is a source of endless inspiration. I I think that everyone in, yeah has to agree. It's gorgeous at night with the lights. Yeah, and just close Even up like the structures that the like men who make up the statues of the fountain are gorgeous. so cool. Even without water, sometimes and especially at night. Yeah. It's yeah. really, it's, it's in many different uh, ways. It's, I got a great photo from when we had that snowstorm in Savannah mm. a few years ago and it froze and so it was just ice. <gasps> like Stop I, it. A cool photo of the fountain where it literally is just Stop solid it. ice coming was out it, of it. Did it like freeze kind of like that? Yeah, it froze like literally what? is in the air. It's wild. That's gorgeous. Yeah. It's like frozen motion. It was, yeah, crazy. I, I should paint that. Or sure. you should paint it, and you should totally make prints of that because that's so rare. Yeah, you know, like I'm that big, you got um, that. For me, yeah, I'm kind of the opposite of you. For me, like I kind of live off of like selling prints and cards. I'm not gotcha, selling gotcha. Tons of originals, so that's awesome. Savannah Winter Time. Yeah, you could call it or something. I should probably make more if I'm being <laughs> honest, and I should probably list paintings online. Do so. you? So it, I'm curious about at Savannah Gallery of Art if we can like get back to that a little bit. Is that um? So it's where people kind of, you're renting a space per month and you like have your choice size-wise of what's available or whatever, mm-hmm. like a size of wall. It's curated, uh, it's curated, so you, they, they'll have to like be like, oh, you're, this, you'll work you know, here in the space from what I know. Okay. Um, so they have to like, not anyone can just pay and like get in right. um, to a certain place. Like, it's, I think it's a bit easier to get into like the one it's kind of cool. I'm in two different spaces in there because I have one spot that's like I put my smaller works and one spot I put my bigger works. Okay. And the one spot's pretty affordable. Um, 
I can't remember exactly right now. Do they not usually? So, and most people have like a bin in front of the wall with prints and things. Do you do you not? I have that. Yeah, and even the commission wall that's affordable has that um, for just the commission wall. So, like young artists in Savannah, I would recommend reaching out to them for the commission wall. What does the commission wall mean? Um, it's um, it's basically like it was where I was the first year, and I think it's, I think it's a hundred dollars, like three times a year no four times a year it's pretty affordable okay it's not bad and i think wow. there's like a 50 dollar like fee for you to read but it's it's really not so bad it's a really good entryway it is wow. too. yeah 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 and and i didn't and i'll be honest like it depends on what you sell you know you, you can you can have a nice medium-sized piece there are a bunch of kind of smaller ones and so right now i have kind of Know, like six by six inches like I have kind of smaller ones there yeah. right now and in the other wall space that's where I have pretty large ones big things. do you is this a gallery where you have to sit there and work as well Mm-mm. okay no but I I do um and I think it's probably good for my mental health because I with my illness and stuff um I art my source of income and um I did enjoy working and being around humans and now I live out on the farm, and I love my little duck, Freddie Prince Jr. so much. Oh my gosh. And all the doggies and all the, all the chickens. But we, I, I need that humans was, sometimes. Yeah. I forget when, but when you moved out there, and now you've got ducks, chickens, of course, Binky and... Which I'm sorry. Oh, we also have a no. There's also like a cat who's like wild, and we're trying to like get him tame. And his name's Gigi, and he lives on our porch. Does he go really? after the ducks and the? Chicken? He does not he hurt doesn't. them. I was going to um, say Binky would go after the cat. No, not really? at all. Really? No. I'm shocked. Binky would never hurt anything. She's oh. she's our pit. She's our pit. Um, she's a pit basset. Yeah, helmet. but she's curious. She would she not. She's my scared. Cat that way. She's scared of Aww. everything. That's why I named her Binky. Because yeah. she's literally a baby. What what town do you live in? It's Pembroke. Okay. It is so cute out there. So Actually, no, it sucks. It's Don't go there. Like, Don't live yeah, there. Yeah, right. Don't it's horrible. There. You'd it's, hate it. You would hate it. Stay away. It's an awful place. Yeah. <laughs> what is your workspace like? What's your work situation? It, so it's pretty cool. Um, like We let the chickens free range whenever we can. And um, I can like watch them out of a little window. And I've got like um, a back bedroom that okay. um, I just made into a studio. Yeah. But it's kind of got a vibe like this place. And you painted your inside of your house, too. Oh, murals everywhere. Oh. On the floor, on the walls. On the floor? We should get some pictures of that. Would you get some pictures? Oh, that'd be fun, some... yeah. yeah. It's, it's crazy in there. I've got, like, I've got like three murals of different places in Europe that I've been to. And this is a crazy story. Um, Dave, Dave's um, mom is from Edinburgh. Right. And we went to Edinburgh recently this this past year so i picked a random place to That's paint scotland in, oh yeah <laughs> uh, i picked a random place to paint um in the city and i kid you not we get back from our trip and i'm like honey that place that i painted is where we had dinner the last night and we went there like alone as a couple together on the last night well like away from the family like on a special date there and i was yeah. just like <gasps> no. 
eyes. It was a weird, like, I loved, I believe in stuff like that. Like, oh, I, Scotland yeah. is magic. Don't get me started. Scotland is magic. So, <laughs> it's supposed to be that way. It was a beautiful, like, I, I've never felt so, con- I felt very connected to this place when I first came here as a young child, and I felt very connected to that place. And nowhere, well, I really like Austria, too, but. Oh. Well, it makes sense for opera. Yeah, it just, oh, it's gorgeous there, man. Oh, just the mountains and rivers. It's just so beautiful. Well, certain places connect with certain people, and, you know, you found yours. And you're probably, there's some others I'm sure you still have yet to find. But Savannah is definitely one for you because you've been here. Oh, and anyone who lives in this area should check out the springs, like in Florida. Like, oh my gosh, they are gorgeous. Have y'all ever been? Oh, you mean down by Gainesville? And... Well, I went to Jenny Springs recently. Okay. Oh my Jenny gosh. Springs. It's, it's like incredible. It's very clear and just, yeah. Gorgeous. Uh, I, what is that like? I don't know anything about it. It's, I can't, it's like so incredible, <laughs> right? You get like, um, I had little, like, I, I wasn't scuba diving. I had little, what are the little, you know, snorkel. snorkel. Sure. Yeah. And eventually I got used to it. You know, at first it was a little weird, but I got used to it. And then I would just, I just look and there's crystal clear water with these little ocean looking fishies coming up from this cave. And it's just crystal clear with like rocks and it's blue. It's the same temperature all year round. It's by this mucky, dirty river, but that water doesn't get in. You know, it's right. like really gorgeous. I've never heard of it. I'll look it up. Oh no! Really? Wow, it's amazing. Oh, yeah, gosh. I would tell anyone to check it out. Wow. It's so pretty. It's called Jenny Springs. Yeah. Okay. So gorgeous. Well, it's around. I have a good friend in High Springs nearby too, in Gainesville area over there on the upper, underneath the Panhandle on the. East we should side. take a day trip sometime. Oh, yeah. it's worthwhile. That sounds cool. We should all just go, like in the summer. Where I'm from, in Albany, Georgia, as a child, there's this place called Radium Springs in town. But my I looked that up. My memory is that you're not actually supposed to go and be in the water because you're just floating in like I looked it up radioactivity or something. I looked it up. Okay, I have this obsession with springs. So, so you probably know more about this. No, it's a real spring. It's just my childhood memory. Isn't this where no, it's FDR, a real spring. Franklin Roosevelt used to go for his. Yes, I read this whole thing about it. There was like a little White House there. Right. Yeah. So is it is it like a radioactive no. kind of no. water? No, it's not. It's just an unfortunate title. They haven't kept it clean enough for people to swim there recently. But okay, because I remember as a kid we did go there and swim. But as I got older, I was like, was this was this okay? Yeah, was, was this safe? <laughs> It's so random that that the three of us know about that. Like, because I'm not even from this state originally. I'm from North Carolina originally. I'm just like, oh, I know about that. Yeah, that's cool. But yeah, it's the only springs I knew about. I didn't know about these ones in Florida. That sounds great. I knew about it because I like radiation. That's the only reason. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) We all have our reasons. I like springs. There's like a Venn diagram of where our interests are. Exactly. In the center. She lived there. Radiation springs. Wow. Um, I kind of wanted that. We were just starting to get to this, but what? What brought you to Savannah? Was it going to SCAD? Mm, mm-mm. No. Well, kind of. When I was um, little, my mom came here with my dad. And it, was, it wasn't in the same state. SCAD actually did help a lot um, for anybody local who doesn't like it. Like, it brought in a lot of people. You know, like, uh, people can say whatever they want. And I know that there have been some, like, things that have set people off. And I get that. But at the same time... My parents visited this place in the 80s, and it was not what it is now. It was so many buildings were falling apart. Right. Yeah. And my parents were just obsessed with it because they were like, why are these buildings not being taken care of? Right. Because we, like, love historical buildings. My mom was, like, part of, like, the historical society and, like, my little – we. I grew up in Fayetteville, North Carolina. We did oh. have a very good theater there, and my, my church was nice to me growing up, so – but – 
um, I don't know, like, and then she raised me, and I just, I would write stories of, like, falling in love with, like, a ghost in a Victorian house. I was obsessed with history yeah. in general. My, my husband was a history major, you know, like. Fayetteville has some Victorian buildings. It, it does, right? actually. It, like not everything downtown. was burned <laughs> there, surprisingly. Um, but, yeah, so, and then she took me here when I was, like, maybe in middle school, and I just, like, was amazed i just thought it was incredible i was like i was like there are houses like those cool houses but they're everywhere yeah and i just yeah and the big trees i just thought was and i love ghost stories yeah yeah the vibe i still do i think that the locals are very kind people um i know that they want to be respected and not you know felt like they're pushed out of situations i understand that and i have a lot of local friends you know and there's issues with that you know and i hope that everyone can work together and you know of course we always wish for peace you know but I, every local person I've met not d- d- doesn't really matter on their socioeconomic situation growing up. They right. have all been kind of like just, I don't know, like open-minded, artsy-type people here in this city. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I it's like it's always been like a city that embraced kind of eccentricity. Yes. With its thing, right? Yes. Yes. Very I, well said. Yes. Thank you. A hundred percent. That's why Midnight in the Garden of Gunnahill was so cool. All the weird characters. Oh. Never read it. Wow. It's a great novel. <laughs> I made sure not to read it or see the movie until after I moved here because I didn't want to be influenced. Mm-hmm. But I, maybe that's why I still have it. Turned out after I it was like, you know, that it pretty much caught it. The that book was, is great. Uh, I really okay. recommend it. You know, I painted that little statue a couple times. People love that too. The bird girl. That is they one love of my biggest bird, sellers. Love the, the, they the love the girl. bird girl. <laughs> It's and it, you know all this stuff. There's nothing wrong. Like we all know it as local artists. It's just like I think that it's important to keep your passion project close too. Though like I do weird art on my own, abstract yeah. stuff. Maybe I should sh- I share it on Instagram. And you know what people tell me? Like why don't you keep it clean? Like only do your really like nice paintings. And I'm like no, because like I want to share things that are fun, that are different, that I'm experimenting with. Like I want to share myself. You know like like stop. Yeah. Why me would you not? yeah yeah it's really really funny yeah like if i do like my sketches like i love i like my last interview i was no more known in town for painting girls you know um because every day i still do it by the way i draw a girl who's basically an embodiment of how i'm feeling that day um or a character that i just like a little sketchy sketch yeah well they used to be paintings and they become sketchy sketches and I'm starting to paint my sketchbooks too. That's fun, you know? So like, it's just kind of like, you can still do what you love and you can do something else to make yourself some money. And it's not like I don't actually love impressionistic oil paintings. I um, used to read books of the old masters in Barnes and Noble, like growing up like every day, you know? So it's not like I don't love what I'm getting money doing either, you know? It's Well, that's pursuing what you love. So that's, that's, finding out you know beyond what anybody can teach you there might be something there that would appeal to you to learn from as well yeah that makes sense. well I think that there's there can be a separation of trying to like explore what is the pinnacle of what my art can be which I'm always looking for um for me personally I don't know like it's like I don't want to like be stagnant I want to grow I want to get better you know, like in well, whatever that means for me. I'm biased. I know you somewhat, let's say. <laughs> and you're open to new ideas and you want to explore new ideas, which is what an artist does. 
So that's why, why should you not let that be shown as well? That is what it is all about. I don't, I'm not a huge, huge, huge fan of Picasso's later work in his life, but I'll tell you what, he inspires me a lot. He inspires me because he could do the basics and then people would ridicule him for abstracting those forms. And it's like he got bored with doing the same thing over and over again. He went through what? Five different periods. If yeah. You wanna, if you want to regulate it that way, that's one way to do it. That's fine. But yeah. I, it's not even... The... I'm not that organized with it. Right. No. Right. But I'm saying he does inspire me in a way where it's like, you know, eventually he did get respect. Not the it, work so much inspired you, but his... his attitude toward yeah, art making. Right. Like, basically, like... His approach. I, like, I mastered I mastered these, these basic concepts, and now I can push through right. and whatever pushing through looks or even like, mix and match let's see yeah. what happens yeah i mean hey you know maybe you do something that you've never done before if you know i can't say that no one has ever done before because that's tough it's hard yeah that's really hard but it's something that you want to explore and that's what it's about mm. i'm exploring right now with this middle phase of my art like um so I, lately I have this new thing where I, a lot of artists will like do like red or orange in, in the background and then like build up from there. I used to paint over old paintings that had a bunch of drips and colors because I didn't have the money to buy new canvases. Right. So I learned that that's what makes the best paintings actually is like very thick, drippy, lots of colors behind and oh. then you build from there. So I will do a literal abstract painting before I do anything. And then I build from there. And I've done that now for a long time. Oh, um, like under your landscapes or houses, mm-hmm. there's an abstract painting? Yeah, just a whole abstract painting. Do wow. you show a lot of your process on your media? Mm-hmm. Because that's worthwhile looking into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and I, I totally don't gatekeep. The only thing I would ask is, like, if somebody watches my whole art-making process, like, don't, like, copy every part of it, you know? Like, <laughs> like take elements, you know? Like, take some of those ideas, you know? Because, like, I, I go on. Then I often will take black ink or pen, and I'll do a drawing. And then from there, I'll add oil paint on top of that. So I show every single part of it. Like, anyone could do it, you know? Honestly. So you have, like, an abstract painting, and then you're, like, drawing the mm-hmm. outline of whatever you're going to getting all of my values out and sometimes I'll do it with even Sharpie and that 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 um people like that the way it looks the messiness they enjoy oh, it oh yeah yeah um and I'll just do this Sharpie drawing and I'll I blur my eyes and I just get all the all the values and then I I blur my eyes a lot when I paint to kind of just think big picture and I move in a constant circle you know yeah. like it's I, I for again young artists will often just stay in like one little part and like work we all any of us who have worked a long time we know to work in a circle we know to constantly check all over but yeah not too tight yeah but it you know I, I really take that to a big approach like I'm constantly like I don't even stay with one color for a bit I'm always blurring taking pictures looking at the small version just like going back like yeah. it's a lot of very fast how do you emotions. so when you're like looking at a photo you've taken and then you're like doing the drawing on your canvas but it's with a sharpie how are you not like just making me like how are you not like making mistakes all over because it's not like you can erase like with a pencil or charcoal or something where you can adjust it I just imagine like a massive sharpie lines everywhere yeah um sometimes sometimes not i i had this person that i didn't like one time really ridicule me for telling a young child that there's like never a mistake whenever they're drawing and i stick to what i say there's never a mistake 
There are no mistakes. Why would somebody... Never mind. You really... This person really ridiculed me for that. Wow. Yeah. Would you say there's happy accidents? (laughs) It wasn't me, was it? I didn't tell you that. Oh, my God. No. 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 Some meanie from my past, too. Oh, again. Like I say, it wasn't me, was it? (laughs) I was going to ask you, so how, how old were you when you first... When you moved to Savannah? Oh... I was sorry. Uh, you were sorry to move to Savannah? No. <laughs> you're silly. Um, those were some crazy years. Because I was like, I, I graduated from college and then I was really sick for like two years. So I was still from the Lyme disease? Yeah. I had to get intravenous uh, antibiotics, like in oral antibiotics at the same time. And then that messed up my gallbladder. So I'd have that removed. So wow. yeah, I was like home with mom for a bit through that. I'm trying to think. It was maybe like. I was maybe around 23. Okay. And I was lost. I was in a very bad place. I'm in a much better place now. Um, just everything, like, spiritually, mentally, physically. Yeah. Like, I was, um, I was drinking too much to anyone who ever has been there. That can be fixed. That can stop. Um, some good advice somebody once told me that kind of stuck with me is, like, when I was like, I, I don't know, like, if I can ever stop there. Like, one day you might not want to as much. You might be surprised. You might just not want to and that's what I would say for somebody who's really seeing like oh I'll never wake up not wanting it you might be surprised you might see that it's not adding to your life in any way yeah that there are better things you can do even just drinking a bunch of coffee were you were you like working in the restaurant <clears throat> bar industry yes in that and so many people in the restaurant and bar industry have issues with that yeah my heart goes out to them they go out and spend their money after i did it all the time you know yeah you get off work and you're keyed up and you have to go out you can't just like go right home. and it's a frustrating job because i still i like i've worked other jobs and i still have nightmares about it so like uh, you know i i these nightmares that i'm getting like sad like like quadruple sat. Yeah. <laughs> and yes, like, you still have server nightmares for literally decades. I do. Yeah. Yes. Like people don't realize how hard and they really need to be nicer to these people. I know. It's hard. It's so hard. People are so mean to them and they're like not ready for that. They're like just trying to live their lives and people are barking at them. Yeah. Like I had some, man, we had some rushes with some mean people sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> did you, did you know anybody in town when you first moved here or did you get here? No, I was all alone. So like okay. it was really the restaurant people for me and like literally the bar close to me. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, that's, it's kind of a lot like the theater industry where you like become really tight and yeah. you're working really hard together. You do become like a family. A hundred percent. Like, and I, those people were always really good to me too. It's just like, yeah. I always want to give hope that like it, it can get better if you start. I, I've been sober from alcohol for like 10 years now so yeah I'm about to be 35 so life is better not because like it's like you can take like a CBD gummy and like not lose your damn mind (laughs) you know like sorry I didn't mean to curse Um, you, you can take a CBD gummy and not make terrible decisions you know, that will hurt your family. That yeah. will, you know, things like that. You know, of course, be careful. Don't go out and drive a bunch and stuff like that. But what I'm saying is, like, you know, um, it, it, there's, there's, the, I, I, it was really hard for me when I first moved here, you know, and there is, there can be a bit of a culture with drinking here, too. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like, just, I like to give hope to people who need to stop. In a place where you can walk around with a drink in your hand, you <laughs> think there's a drinking culture? Really? Yeah. yeah, it's kind of like, 
propagated really by and everyone. art helps like art any type of art that people are interested in like anything that you can do with your hands or like do to be creative or you know if art's not your thing a hobby yeah, yeah but you got into you know where we met was the art ambassadorship for starland and when they had oh, those yeah. uh like what they call those the, the well when they had their art walks and all and you would set up and greet people and you know, let them know, uh, give them information if they needed it and all that jazz. Uh, but that was a good art community to be involved in to learn about the place. And it I was met also, you there, yeah. It was also getting away from uh, the bar scene and all yeah. that so much. This was that thing years ago when Starlin would do this <clears throat> open yeah. art walks, yeah. It was fun, yeah. No, I met you, like, um, like, Thank you, Clinton, again. Yeah, 100%. I, I met a lot of different artists, actually, through all of that and working there. It was it was cool. Um, it was really, really neat meeting different people and then meeting you. And then but meeting once so I met you, many. I got to meet a lot of other artists. That's what I mean. There are so many <laughs> artists here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The real, that's the real plus of it. And they're nice. Like, they, that, they don't bite. Like, yeah, I always tell people of, to reach most out. Most everybody's, like, getting along, and that's really very uh, helpful uh, to anybody who's just trying to live as an artist to know that you have a community there a hundred percent like like going into again like going into something speaking of like mental health and stuff going into something that makes you feel proud of yourself going into something right. that makes you feel fulfilled you know like if i can just like if i'm having a bad day or upset about something like i can just get myself up go and like cook clean work out you know yeah. like um be productive and then paint something and especially days where i get a painting done i feel so good about yeah. myself you know i think we all do as artists but, sure you know if yeah. you're sure it's done <laughs> ah, yeah that's, that's some, always the trick isn't it yeah i try to not go back but sometimes months later i do i'm like oh wait we all do that's okay <laughs> I'm like I mean, hold on we all do that sometimes i mean really how did you end up um starting to go to scad Oh, that's a funny story. So in my, um, in high school, I did like, I was like, okay, my art teacher was awesome and she knew that I had talent. So she just like, I was a little irresponsible. Um, so she would just like put myself into shows <laughs> and, um, I was like, thank you. And I would like win things. And then like, I got a bunch of scholarships and SCAD actually gave me a full ride in my undergrad wow. and I did not go, um, cause I wanted to be an opera singer. <laughs> what, what was the curriculum that you were, got a scholarship for? Oh, uh, what, 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 I don't even know the word for that. The, uh, focus. Oh, they didn't care. Like they really? just yeah, they said I could do whatever I wanted. Just to go for a bachelor's. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It, masters I chose illustration cuz I wanted to do like I wanted to do like character design after I, I did my undergrad. But yeah, no, they just I, I can't remember. I, I don't think they I think they just wanted me. They just said, "Hey, you can come here and do anything you want." Yeah, I won a lot of art awards. <laughs> they okay. just kind of wanted okay. me. Yeah. Right. I don't know. And I got like a lot I got like like in like a really good grade on my AP art exam. Yeah. Okay. Which but you chose to go to that school in North Carolina because of the opera. I did, and yeah. I wouldn't have changed it for the world, man. Yeah, yeah. They were so sweet. I traveled the world with my um my core my like we had a choir, and uh, we were so tight. It's amazing. Oh yeah, we went everywhere. Is it that when awesome. you went to Austria? Was through that? Mm, no, we went to South Africa though. Oh wow. That was pretty cool. I went to Austria to study um uh, leader. I'm actually pretty good at pronouncing German. Uh, it's not that yeah. I know. It's not. It's not that I know the language. It's just I can. It's diction. I can. I can pronounce it. It sounds related good. to voice training. 
Yeah, yeah. You have to study diction and all these different things. But like when I studied diction, my diction professor was like, oh, you're really good at German. And my other teachers noticed too. So I went to study over there. That makes sense. Yeah. It was cool. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It was a lot of fun. So the the scat, so you, you know, you'd gotten this full ride of scat, but you went somewhere else for undergrad. And then at some point you decided you wanted to go for master's. Yeah. And pay a lot of money. (laughs) So you couldn't like reapply for that scholarship thing? No. It's a different, it's a whole different track for masters, right? Yeah. Sadly. Yeah. So you went for illustration. How did you find the illustration program? Oh, awesome. Um, Honestly, I was in a very bad place mentally, like like I said before, and they were, like, really understanding. Um, I was also very sick still (laughs) like basically like they told me um that my my neurological pain and the stabby pains and like my migraines and stuff could get better or not and they just never did like I I thought maybe they would even years later when I stopped drinking I thought maybe I blamed myself thinking maybe that was contributing no it just doesn't go away (laughs) Uh. yeah like no matter what it's just there so it's you know it's it is what it is but I was I was still struggling with that very very much and when I drank it didn't hurt so yeah that makes sense (laughs) yeah it was mostly about pain relief if I'm being honest because there's very few things that can fight neurological pain. So I was like, Ugh, you know, uh, but um, they were really understanding. And yeah. I remember I had one uh, professor named like Daniel Powers. He was really sweet. I had him quite a few times. Um, and there was another kind of younger guy. His class was so great. This was about, um, it was just about different mediums. Best class I've ever taken in my oh, life. Cool. Found out that I am a big fan of egg tempera, which I will be getting into soon because I have chickens. That That's fits. so funny. Oh so gosh. well. You want to mess around with egg tempera <laughs> some I mean, why not? Right? Really? I'm These beautiful translucent you know layers. It will like, be very renaissance-y. I love it. Is that a word? Wow, what, yeah. yeah. What years were you at SCAD? Hmm. <laughs> um, I guess it would have been around, let me think. I graduated from college in 2011, 12. <laughs> I'm very bad at numbers. Uh, like maybe around 2013 or 14. Oh, okay. I was in the illustration department between 05 and 08, so we did not we did not overlap. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. How did you like it there? I, I really enjoyed it. Um, I at the time I wasn't completely committed to when I graduated. I was going to be doing commercial work, like. But I just I, I guess I preferred illustration to painting because I was just working small. So like kind of that's what I was thinking of it with, and I liked the idea of just like being kind of a business and making products out of it. I like that. So when I graduated, I kind of never ended up doing like the traditional illustration thing where you're doing commission work. I just like am a fine artist and just paint whatever and sell it. But I did, you know, kind of go down that track of making products and things. So that's kind of like what I took from it. You became an entrepreneur, and yeah. that's a good. It's like you're you are still selling little products, but you're doing it on your own, and yeah. you're making all the profit. Yeah, I love so. making. And you're doing good work. Yeah. So people like it. Yeah. So that yeah. must be. Yeah. I love making the prints and cards. You still are just working with your hands, and I feel like a little one person assembly line, and I really like that. Aw, that's so cute. I feel like an assembly line too. I yeah. actually literally describe my studio as that because I always have like five paintings going on yeah. at a time in different stages and it's all very planned like one layer dries then I do this then yeah I, do. I like juggling them too because then if you finish a batch of them you're like oh my god I finished three yeah That's it's amazing. cool it's a good yeah. feeling and it's like oh like and some of them take me like like now they're taking I I used to do this thing where I would do a lot of paintings now I'm just taking a long time on my paintings yeah it's not because you work in oil and it's thick so that it's 
it's a lot of, a lot of time and, the, and I'm putting bigger prices on like them. a lot of downtime with each painting I mm-hmm. guess we're just sitting it's like if I'm gonna make most of my money with originals they need to be kind of bigger pricier you know often I need to put my energy into them you know like they they, they need to be something that I'm considering like a fine big old grand work of art right, you know right. like because that's what people are expecting for like a certain for price, price tag. tag yeah it makes sense and I'm not and I'm not like making I don't know like it's funny because like some I didn't start it off this way I used to just do paintings really fast but at one point when I was in that gallery I really wanted to make like impressive what I considered to be impressive work so I ended up taking like months on things and I would work on it almost every day and like this one painting I realized that it took me three months and I worked on it almost every day wow. so I was like okay <laughs> you know wow. it's just... hard to ever price anything for it's like a quilt where you like literally can't price it yeah really for the amount of work that goes into it but I do and I hope that people yeah. understand you know like I think that the, I think it's I think it's totally reasonable, you know, but like, yeah, if they knew, if they knew and they understood, yeah, all that, yeah. But people, you know, how people will be. But sometimes I, I'll, I'll one off like in one night something that I really like, um, and but I will do it for less. Um, yeah. I won't do it for quite as much. There's no way I could and feel good about it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. 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 I just. Did you? Oh, so so sorry. Oh, you're good. To, did you end up doing character design when you were in school, like you imagined, or did you just go in a whole different direction? No, um, they. <laughs> that's a funny, funny story. I tried to do oil painting as an illustration major. Oh yeah, yeah. And that's dumb. You just yeah, the assignment like it's just such fast turnaround. You have to do yeah. too quick. Yeah. I never could get anything done. It was really bad for me. Yeah. Um, unless they forced me to do a different medium, which often I could complete those projects but right. I remember there was like one drawing class that I it was my last like I had to stop you know because <laughs> I did not do well and um yeah it was like basically like I had free reign and that was a bad decision to give me because I was like oil great because yeah. oil's always been my favorite medium and it was like it was that project where you had to do like the seven deadly sins and like everyone does that it's like a very basic you know it was a basic drawing class in grad school you know um so I've seen a lot of people do this project yeah but we had to do them pretty quickly and they were rough man I didn't are you talking about all seven on one surface no or different surfaces you got to pick different ones seven different paintings canvases yeah and I was like no I I I have an undergrad degree in an illustration Okay. I think that this class was technically, like, I think undergrads could take it, too, though. It was, like, a very basic one. I've just seen a lot of people do this project. Yeah. It was... Dude, it was funny. So you like, just ended up with seven bad, half-finished paintings? Yeah. 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 Well, that's... You could have just left the, the seventh one blank and say it was sloth. <laughs> that's real creative. <laughs> I like that. I'm a problem solver. Yeah, they were... Man, when I think about how bad they were... Was that critique just the most painful thing? No. <laughs> you had a worse... Did you have a worse critique than that one? Um, I had some definitely really painful critiques. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> my... My painting class. 
that, those were not great because I was doing illustrations and they hated that. So you're doing illustrations in your painting classes yeah. and paintings in your illustration classes. Yeah. So is this critique from the teachers or from the other students or both or how, um, does, how does this work? I, I don't know. I yeah, do. it wasn't, so it was, it was hit or miss with me. Like some classes I did really, really well in and some I did not. It was really funny. This one drawing class I did not in the painting class, I would say not so great. But then like my, the one where I had, the ones where the teacher just kind of let me do whatever often kind of did go well, but they controlled the medium, if mm -hmm. that makes any sense. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Like, um, like that one class was so great. Like I really enjoyed that one. I found out, ooh, pastels are cool too. Those are great. Never went back to them, but love them. They're pretty. And I'm not even talking about oil pastels. I'm talking about the, the chalk pastels. Yeah, they're pretty. Yeah. They're fun. Well, that seems really similar to oil painting to me. Yeah. Which I, I don't have affinity for either of them. So we kind of are into like complete opposite gotcha. materials. Yeah. You don't want to get all messy. I like oil it's just, pastels. I, they, they get too uh, like grayed out. Like I mm. mess them too much and then there's not any like pure color in them because they just palette knife together. Oh, okay. Palette knife. Yeah. That will fix it. Well, that's what I was going to ask you about, too. You're using a palette knife mm -hmm. sometimes, right? Yep. Uh, and I had a problem with... My teacher told me that often my colors looked... Um, muddy? Like muddled. Yeah, muddy. But I liked that. Yeah. And as a kid. I really literally loved that as a kid. I was into I like... I remember this. I was into the more moody kind of thing. That being said, some muddiness is fine, but you do need some pure color here and there. You can't just let it all get muddy. Palette knife. Yeah. You clean the palette knife off every time, and then you just beep, 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 beep. Yeah. And then it's clean color every time. Palette knife is awesome. I think, and with chalk pastels too, it's like I was always, you're not supposed to really touch it with your hands because the oil gets all weird. Yeah. And that makes it muddy and wet look. I don't know. I, I then again, a, I was a mess. I was like pig pen. Working with oh, I'm a mess too, and I literally finger paint with oils too. If I get to a point where I'm like. I'm just like, Neh. and then I'll like start. But it's like, paint brushes don't work for oil. Like you gotta clean it too much. Yeah. It's like my finger will work, random sticks will work. Yeah. It's spatulas, um, palette knives. The end of the brush, like the wooden end. Yes. Yeah. That all works, but the brushes themselves is a no for me. Um, unless you're doing that smooth painting, and I don't like right, how that yours looks. Right, it's real different from that. Yeah, I don't like it. Yeah, it's boring for me. Um, we're kind of, David, do you want to, we're kind of coming to maybe the end-ish. Do you have any final things? How can we talk you into uh, letting us hear a snippet of opera? Oh, I can do that. And how shall we frame it? I think I have to step back from the phone now. Okay. It's very fun to sing live for okay. me. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I can't. I can't forego the opportunity. I didn't know if you needed to do like voice, like ex no. like working up to it or something. I don't. No, she's okay. You could tell us what you're gonna sing, and then as you said, if you need to step back because right. of your power, you're funny, and also, um, <laughs> also, I want you to know that the only thought that goes through my head whenever I sing things is, will my voice teacher hear this um, from college? I'm going to send it to her. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to send them a link. Dr. Martin, um, I haven't looked at these words for a bit. I'm, like, literally thinking that I would be better at the German one than at the French one. The German one's moody. So this is a snippet of Habanera? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Carmen. <clears throat> Thank you.
Thank you. Oh my gosh, I Thank got chills. Thank you very much. Aww. Wow, that's incredible. I messed up on the words like three times. Thank you so much. Exclusive. Wow. I feel like you could do that without. Sorry to any French people. I am. <laughs> I am truly, truly sorry. But that's no, wild no, that you, no, that you don't even have to warm up. To, like, do <laughs> it's wild. I need to go over the words was, again. No, that that's was so cool. that was great off the cuff. Very that's cool. the way it should be. It's spontaneous. It's <laughs> fresh. It's exciting. What an incredible ending! Oh, oh you're so sweet. Thank you. No, I, thank you. Thank you. I didn't accidentally say anything offensive. <laughs> oh, I love that. Thank you so much for talking to us. It was fascinating. Oh, I appreciate it. It was really fun talking yeah. to you guys. And we will include so we'll include um you know links to your social media and your website and then oh yeah i'm on instagram the most yeah if you want a commission or something like go to instagram right at logan artisan art there you go go. and people can view your pieces in person at savannah (laughs) gallery art well thank you this has been arts on the air with tamara and david and we have been talking to logan artisan thank you again y'all have a good one enjoy